Hello, welcome to Barely Adulting, where two almost adults talk about life in their 20s and what being a grown-up really means. I'm Annie. And I'm Cheyenne. In today's episode, I'm visiting Boston. So that means we're going to talk about all things related to living here, from the best things to do to how to get housing, how to travel around the area, anything related to being in Boston. Nice. Yes. But first, let's get a life update. It's been a while since we've podcasted together. Yes. I don't know if much has changed, though. <laughs> yeah, not much has changed. I also did not write anything down, so I'm doing this on the fly. What's an I update? I like that. Um, I've been pretty busy. I've had a lot of like meetings and projects going on. Um, I'm super excited about the company I'm working with for my honors project. Um, yeah, and I've been like on the horizon is job search, but I haven't started because I still want to like redo my portfolio. Um, a lot of companies are looking for like immediate starts, so I can't really do anything yet. But yeah, what about you? Me? Well, I'm back on the professional microphone, so yes. my audio finally sounds better. <laughs> Thank you for tolerating the past few episodes. I was busy then. But yeah, this week I'm just visiting Boston and it's been really nice to see my friends again because Yay. I hadn't seen my friends in months and honestly I was going crazy and just feeling like I didn't have that support system with me when I was in Florida. So just being able to see everyone again and see that everyone supports me mm-hmm. and is rooting for me makes me really, really happy. Yeah. And it's my birthday today. Happy birthday. Yay. And this is honestly one of the happiest birthdays I've had. Even though my Mm -hmm. life is pretty difficult, like right now, I just feel happy that I have such great friends that are willing to help me through such difficult times. And truly, like that's what matters. Yeah. Yeah. Aw, that's so good. I'm glad you're enjoying it. I wasn't around much today, but (laughs) yeah, I'm still thinking of a lot of big life decisions. You know, I'm thinking of getting a car soon. So that's been a really, really big thing on my mind. Mm. Um, Y'all know this car journey has been (laughs) a couple months in the making, but I think it's time to get one. Mm -hmm. But I'm not sure yet because I'm also not sure if I'm going to stay in America. True, true. Yeah, lots to think about. Wow. Big things. Yes. Um, for current obsessions, I don't even know. I feel like I haven't even had time to, like, be obsessed with anything. I guess our most recent, um, well, obviously Euphoria, as always. I know. Um, we watched the last episode together, me, Annie, and Kenny, and we were screaming at the next episode preview. (laughs) No, I'm just not ready. I'm just not. I asked Annie if she could stay an extra week so we could watch it together and scream together. No, we have to FaceTime, though. Yeah, we will. Like, we don't have to, like, we can watch it in our separate screens. Yeah. But then, like, have each other. Like, react to each other. Yeah. Um, We also started Inventing Anna. Yeah. Which is interesting. It's a Shonda Rhimes, which I had really high expectations because Mm -hmm. all of her shows are iconic. Maybe we haven't gone into it yet, but it's, like, okay, I think. I don't think it's good enough to where I would just continue yeah. if it wasn't for you. Like, mm-hmm. I have no problem mm-hmm. dropping it and yeah. not watching it anymore. Like, I'm only curious to continue because I want to know what happens. True. And, like, I don't think that's due to any production. It's just, like, intrigue of the story. Yeah. You know? I'm so yeah. sad when Euphoria ends because that means I have to find a new show. And yeah. it's so hard to find good shows these days. That you're actually genuinely hooked and, like, I know. very interested in. 
I know. Yeah. yeah. What about you? My obsessions. Um, I've been doing a lot of yoga recently, which has been really nice. I just love stretching out my body and just taking that short amount of time for myself. Yes. Whenever I'm not working out, I like to do like some sort of movement. Movement. So yoga is always a good fallback. Love it. Um, yeah, and I got my yoga mat back, which is so nice. Mm-hmm. I I forgot how good it is. If anyone's yeah. looking for a yoga mat, get the Aloe yoga mat. It's a little bit expensive, but it has such good grip, mm-hmm. and it allows you to actually do the poses properly, as opposed to. Like something that slips around. Yeah. yeah. It, it makes a huge difference because sometimes you think it's because of you that you can't hold yeah. the pose, but it's really the mat that you're using. So that's important to consider. I've really been into smells lately too. <laughs> so anything related to like, this has always been me though, mm-hmm. like candles, mostly like bath products, like anything that would just make me feel like zen. I've yeah. been very, very into. Yeah. Nice. Very cool. Mm-hmm. All right, diving right in. I feel like we're, we got a lot to talk about, so we're kind of just gonna do it. But the first thing on our minds, since it is February and we're in that weird part of the year where it's like winter, but Boston likes to sprinkle in a little surprise here and there. Yes. So our first topic is talking about transitioning with the seasons. Um, Obviously not just specific to Boston, but I feel like being on the coast is very much like you just have to roll with it. You cannot have any expectations. Mm -hmm. So what's our first tip? Well, one is definitely to layer Yes. Um, I think people say this a lot, but it's hard to actually apply it into your clothing until you actually live in a place mm-hmm. that forces you to do that. But I've been in many, many scenarios where I completely regret what I'm wearing. For instance, I'm wearing a sweater and it's way too hot indoors. Yeah. But And I you like don't take- wear anything underneath. Exactly. And it's just so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Would you rather be too hot or too cold? That's such a good question because I feel like it's hard because when you're too hot you're like sweaty and uncomfortable and i'm thinking in the winter indoors it's like stuffy yeah but also when you're too cold i feel like i'm dying like true (laughs) so i don't know i'd rather be too hot because when i'm too cold i always get headaches Mm, true true. anything i do gives me a headache i swear yeah that's true another thing is like you know depending on where you live what apartment you're in you might have to flip your wardrobe so you don't have enough space to put like all of your clothes out because you know like both Annie and I lived in places where you didn't really have to change your wardrobe too much throughout the year so I never had like two sets of clothing I just had summer clothes and that's it so I very naively thought like oh I can just put all of my clothes in my closet and my dresser but wrong um (laughs) make sure you have like storage bins or like a suitcase where you can put the clothes you're not wearing and swap them out so you're not just like you know wearing the same clothes the whole year which I don't really do but I have a bin of winter clothes that I dip into but yeah my ideal layers also is the bottom layer should be a tank top Mm. or t-shirt top layer sweater Mm -hmm. and then a parka and then a scarf yes I think that's the best layering for Boston. Yeah, definitely. Especially, like, also in regards to clothing. We'll go more into, like, specifics later. But 
don't get just like fashion clothes like some jackets are just not practical like you actually need to get something that will block the wind because boston is so windy um it is yeah another thing before we go into each article of clothing is like check the weather every single day you cannot predict the temperature based on what it was yesterday for example like over the weekend it was what like 60 degrees and then the next day it was like a solid 30 or 20 Mm -hmm. and so just because yesterday was sunny and nice does not mean the next day it's going to be just as sunny and nice yes it surprises me how when i used to be in college so many people would just show up with the wrong outfit Mm -hmm. and i would ask why and they'd be like oh i didn't check the weather and i was like what that's part of my daily ritual yeah i feel like insecure if i go out without checking the weather yeah Yeah. all right our next tip um is different types of things we recommend you buy one of course being the uniqlo heat tech collection who doesn't own at least one thing from there in boston yeah i believe everyone has something there have to be um but they're long sleeves that you layer is really nice they're leggings that you Mm -hmm. wear under your jeans for those snow days or the freezing days Mm -hmm. but i honestly as i've lived here longer i don't think you need them because like i'm used to the cold now where it's too hot Mm -hmm. when when i wear them but no i agree in my like freshman year i remember it would get to the point where I would wear like three pairs of pants. Like I would wear like the thin Uniqlo wow. heat tech and then like a fuzzy leggings and then like a sweatpants. Well, that was on the, the coldest day of the year when it was like negative 17 Celsius. I don't even remember. No, yeah. I haven't done double pants yeah. in probably two years. Mm-hmm. I did double pants on the weekend when we went to right. Cambridge. Right. But It does make a difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. it does another thing like i mentioned earlier is to get a good parka mm-hmm. like you really need to get one that firstly is loose enough that you can wear sweaters underneath i think a lot of people when they're trying on jackets like they don't have the ideal layering on that would actually match like what you'll wear with it mm-hmm. um again make sure it's wind like it stops the wind because that's important and waterproof because you never know what's gonna snow or rain in boston it just comes out of nowhere um but yeah yep and always the snowshoe Mm -hmm. you know this is important but i don't know i don't know if it's essential like again i feel like i've gotten used to living here where you don't need it as much but if you are new to boston definitely get yourself a pair because if you're gonna stay here for a couple years i would say if you just stay here for a year you'll survive without the snowshoe i think it also depends on what neighborhood you live in because like near northeastern or on any campus like dorms all your campus roads are going to be very clear because the campus facilities are taking care of it but once you go off into the residential areas like when i was dog walking I judged like what I should wear based on what was outside my dorm and that was the biggest mistake of my life because it was icy um another thing about the winter is like I don't know I take this for granted because now it's my fifth year living here and I'm used to it but I did not know how dangerous like the ice was in the winter um so yeah again going back to like depending on what neighborhood you're in definitely gauge whether or not like the streets are always going to be clear Um, and whether or not you should invest in some boots and if you do don't get combat boots or like fashion boots from forever 21 like you will fall on your butt 
this is a true story okay <laughs> learn from me well yeah. other than winter there is summer in boston oh wait before okay. we move on to summer um the last thing is if you live again in a residential area to get a shovel and an ice melter like the um pellets mm-hmm. because we got fined for not doing that and it was not fun <laughs> so yeah again it also depends some buildings like will do it for you but if they don't you will get fined we weren't even told to do that so it's not our fault <laughs> yeah anyway as i was saying about summer it's so short here it's yeah. like just act like it's any other state um definitely wear sunscreen you know the things that your mom tells mm-hmm. you drink a lot of water the sun in boston is pretty powerful it's a lot it's actually shocking because mm-hmm. i remember that day we went out to eat yeah and my, my chest was like red yeah. after and i had a tan line the sun is intense yeah especially with outdoor dining now mm-hmm. because of covid you will be out a lot yeah and like it's really humid here so it's like an oven like it's really really hot and like boston has pretty extremes like i would say it gets like pretty cold and it also gets pretty hot yeah so just be aware and again like with the whole flipping your laundry laundry your wardrobe make sure you have appropriate summer clothes like you cannot survive in boston with just like a neutral outfit i don't think yeah it's really hard you can't do that (laughs) Yeah. yeah i was thinking of something oh yeah it's so hard for me to wear sunscreen all the time because it's so greasy. Yeah, that's true. Which you have to you find, use? like, a good one. Yeah, which one do you use? Um, Well, do for my face, spray? I use a different one because yeah. it's, like, less greasy. I use the Super Goop or whatever oh, it's yeah. called. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but for my body, I've just been using the, like, I don't know, one of the generic brands. Right. But I will say be careful to use, like, Reef Safe. Um, don't use the spray ones. Those are bad um they're the cans are like really bad also there's like stuff that came out that they're possibly carcinogenic so yeah just avoid that at all costs we don't we don't like it no why are companies like this i know but yeah moving on of course as we talked about winter and summer there's Mm -hmm. the in between seasons of fall and spring there's not much to like prepare for those I just have to say they're both so beautiful. Yeah, fall is my favorite season in Boston. Definitely go out as much as you can, yes. especially in peak. Before it gets too cold. Crunch, yeah. yes. Leaf crunching and the orange leaves. Mm-hmm. Go on hikes if you can. Yeah. It is so beautiful. My goal is to go to Vermont at least once in the fall. Ooh, yes. Yeah, because we always go like when it's winter already. Yeah. It's like cold. Yeah. But yeah, foliage, beautiful. Um... Another thing with spring especially is like allergy season. I think I developed allergies like after living here for five years. I never had allergies because spring was not a thing in Malaysia. Like trees did not blossom like they do here. Um, I remember my first spring here, I was so confused. I was like, why is every tree like flowers? Like (laughs) what is that? But yeah, so get allergy medicine even if you think you don't have allergies and allergies can actually develop three two to three years after you live in a place Mm -hmm. and to combat that people say to eat local honey oh yeah interesting Mm -hmm. because 
bees eat from the pollen of local flowers and so when you eat the honey it'll help prevent allergies whoa that's wild yeah because of something with like the pollen of the flowers yeah whoa yeah very cool Mm -hmm. maybe i should try that (laughs) (laughs) that's a good tip yeah um but yeah just to wrap up this season conversation annie have you been in boston like for all of these every all the seasons right yeah i've been here for all the seasons pretty much yeah yeah i think it was funny because like the first time i was actually here for spring was like third year because of co-op because usually i go home like asap right Mm -hmm. but because of co-op i stayed back and i was like so shocked and then of course with covid that was the first time i actually spent the entire summer here and it was so fun like summer was actually like a lot of fun in boston and we went to beaches and stuff so there's always a lot to do hikes go to the beach yes etc we'll talk more about things to do yes cool so moving into our next segment um just talking about boston in general living in general mm-hmm. um so our first topic is our favorite grocery stores yeah so the go-to's are always trader joe's you'll catch a lot of college students there yes there's two locations one um near prudential and one in seaport and there's also one in brookline that people go to Mm -hmm. the brookline one is nice yeah a lot of college students bike to that one or take the tea just because it's bigger and the one on newbury is like tiny like why it's the tiniest trader joe's in the world oh is it like in the world that's so funny they market that when you go down the escalator oh yeah 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 um there's always star market which is the Mm go-to that's basically like your local Publix slash kroger that's like what that type of grocery store Mm -hmm. is that's what star market is yeah and then of course there's the whole foods Mm -hmm. um i live really near whole foods it's right there so i've been going like more often for just like picking up small stuff um i honestly wouldn't recommend shopping at whole foods like as your primary groceries because it's pretty expensive um especially if you're like an underclassman student or you know still like figuring out finances Mm -hmm. um and then i don't know why like i don't shop here more often but like cmart and other chinatown grocery stores so much cheaper and you also get the asian ingredients that you want true um but i guess i just don't like go there i don't know in terms of where to get the best items Trader Joe's would be unique seasonings, Mm -hmm. sauces, snacks. Snar Market would be all your produce. Whole Foods would be... Produce works as well, but it's more expensive and it's better in terms of convenience. And Seamart is best for vegetables and Asian groceries. Yeah, I would say Whole Foods also like things like pizza dough um mm-hmm. i've made pizza from their dough like a lot of times like i really like specialty like it. items yeah exactly um they also have like uh like ready to bake baked goods like croissants mini croissants um stuff like that where it's more like a treat um kind of thing or if you're looking for like organic and like yeah that kind of stuff mm-hmm in terms of traveling around the city definitely get comfortable with walking yes if you don't like walking 
Boston probably is not for you because it will force you to basically use your feet to get to anywhere you want to unless you want to spend money Ubering everywhere mm-hmm. which is not practical but having a car here especially in the city of Boston is not really a thing yeah especially for college students and young adults if you were to think of getting a car I'd recommend living a little bit outside yeah. of Boston yeah yeah for sure I think also like the only reason most of our friends have cars is because their co-op is like further out mm-hmm. um and so Kenny got a car because his EMT co-op was like 25 minutes drive out like the headquarters and so from that I would recommend getting the app called spot angels this is not just for boston but anywhere um, any major cities usually have spot angels um they basically just tell you where free parking is um locate like garages and show you the rates and it's really handy because sometimes the signs are like unclear covered in snow or you don't know like all the updates but spot angels is populated by like the community So, you know, let's say I parked here, even though the sign said it's okay, but I still got a ticket. That's something I could report on that app. Um, So it's like pretty good. It's like Waze, I guess, but for parking. Wait, could I use that in Florida? Yeah. I mean, it it depends on like whether or not the city has it, but it's like not just specific to Boston. Interesting. Yeah. I can check right now. Okay. I'll download it because parking in Florida is easy, but at times I can't see if I'm allowed in a specific area, especially Mm -hmm. when I go to parks and stuff yeah where there isn't designated parking all the time yeah that makes sense the beach yeah i know it's really convenient Mm -hmm. cool um other than cars um if you don't have a car the t the train the train right we don't love it she's not perfect no we don't (laughs) but it's you know budget way to get around um they're constantly updating the system so i will give them that they came out with like new orange line trains um they just put in new um like tea machines to get your tickets which now give you the physical card which is pretty cool instead of like a ticket they're trying yeah they're trying they're trying (laughs) (laughs) and um we would recommend using like google maps to navigate because yes it includes like your how you can walk there um and also like what stops to go to Mm -hmm. um which like direction you should be trying to look for um that's important um but yeah it's not too bad yes and there's always the good old biking but that's extremely dangerous in boston i've almost been hit by a car (laughs) biking because the drivers don't care here so really be careful if you decide to use that option blue bike is your typical like city bike you just have a subscription use it and then put it back yeah cool so our next section now that you know how to get around boston what you do in boston where should you eat there's i was just about to say there's a lot of good food here but that's not true at all (laughs) there really isn't but there are a select few that are good and the italian food scene here yes is actually very good yeah so if you're looking for a nice dinner definitely check out italian food Mm -hmm. you will be very satisfied seafood as well seafood yes yeah um what's that place called salty girl is very popular for seafood seaport obviously Mm -hmm. they have like a lot of lobster rolls there and good seafood options in terms of italian 
definitely south end Mm -hmm. and north end has a lot of italian restaurants i would say north end is more for like local like family restaurants and south end is more for like trendy high-end trendy restaurants agreed yeah and it's like you won't not survive you know like boston isn't the worst for food Mm -hmm. but there are a lot better places you know like right down the street in new york city right <laughs> you know um you have to be selective yeah exactly. read your google reviews yes exactly like yelp reviews um yeah a couple just like names mm-hmm. um bar taco seaport love it very nice um row 34 is also seaport that's more of a like high-end seafood like oyster bar type thing um so if you're going out for a special occasion anniversary birthday type thing um, in South End, there's Mita, which is um, Italian food. It's black owned. Very good. They have Monday specials. I don't know if it's still going on, but it used to be five entrees for $70 for two people. Damn. Such a good deal. Yeah. Yeah. And then where we're actually going tonight, SRV. So good. Like last time we went, basically, we had no idea what was going on. We were I like, know. what are all these names? There was, like, what I loved about it was that every bite, like, there were so many flavors. Yes. You couldn't pinpoint it. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's really, truly well made. I yeah. think that is the best Italian restaurant in mm-hmm. Boston. And it's, like, the portions were nice because you could actually try everything. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't like you had a huge plate of dinner that you couldn't finish. You had to take out and... It was just really, really good overall. Have you looked at the menu? Not yet for tonight. Okay. But I will look in a bit. All right. Um, I, I had to search up everything. Yeah. Because I'm like, most menus in Boston are like that. Yeah. To be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't even have to be Italian, but they just don't put what it actually yeah. is. And then you have to search it up. Yeah. Another one that's kind of like on the other end of the spectrum near campus, near Northeastern that I love recently is um, Mamacita. Mm. It's like Mexican food. Yummy. Um, and also Gyroscope. Very nice. Um, there's quite a few places in Boston where they like actually combine two restaurants or like a few establishments mm-hmm. in one corner. Yeah. So for example, in Alston, the gong cha there has like two or three food stalls mm. um, and you can get some food while you have your gong cha. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Alston, Alston is great for um, like Asian food. Yep. There's a lot of Korean food there. Um, definitely would recommend. Of yes. course, Chinatown. That's a given. If you want those cheesy corn dogs, oh yes, they have that in Alston. I know people have asked me where to get that. Mm-hmm. It's at this place called Kimchi Poppy. Mm-hmm. So pretty good. Yep. And um, just a free plug but two taste buddies on social media um with the z uh they are very good with recommendations they have a lot of reviews they actually like you know give reviews of the food Mm -hmm. they show you like the ambience and everything so very good highly recommend following them yes in terms of shopping in boston i think there's a pretty good selection here of nicer places it's very similar to California mm. in terms of the selection because in Florida, all we have is malls mm. and like your classic Zara, I H&M. See, yeah. Like they don't have like Aritzia there mm. or like Everlane right. or Majuri. Like you'll never see those types of stores. Yeah. So if you want to visit those kind of more unique and 
not as much chain stores yeah. i would say boston's a really great place cheyenne put no rest for bridget it's this really yes. cute boutique on newbury there's a lot of boutiques mm-hmm. on newbury um and also small boutiques in harvard square yeah. in cambridge they have a lot of cute shops there yes. just with little knickknacks exactly yeah yeah, I would also say, like, if you are looking for that mall style, there is um, a mall in Cambridge called Cambridge Side. If you have, like, access, you can go further out to, um, like, the suburb towns. They have, like, pretty good malls. Um, there's also this area called, like, South Bay Center. Um, I think they're still very much in the process of, like, bringing it up. But they have signs for, um, like, Ulta, you know, like, those classic, like, day out mm-hmm. shopping type of places um the place i used to live in in dedham massachusetts there's a place called legacy mall and that's a pretty nice like outdoor almost outlet vibe but like not outlet shops mm-hmm. um but yeah there's are like fun places to hang out the prudential is like eh, <laughs> it's all right i think it's just because we're used to it yeah but well for someone's visiting i think it's quite uh, it's okay <laughs> it's all right yeah I think the format of it is kind of stupid, but there's some good shops in there. Like, Mm -hmm. I would say it's nice because you can hit the Prudential and Newbury. Um, You can go to the small boutiques on Newbury, get some ramen at Santuca, and then go to the Prudential and, you know, see the bigger stores. There's a Sephora in there, Um, you know, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, that's our very quick shopping recs. I wouldn't say I even shop that much anymore in Boston. No, same. I don't have money to shop anymore, yeah. so I usually just thrift shop now. Yeah. And right. thrift shopping in Boston is just not a thing, really. Yeah. There are some places yeah. in, like, Cambridge. Um, there's Buffalo Exchange. There's, um, what's the other one? I can't remember. Boomerangs? Yes, Boomerangs. Yeah. Of course, there's Goodwill. There's like a mm-hmm. huge one near campus. I think it's because people in Boston are already fashionable. Yeah. That they steal all the good pieces. Yeah. But in places that are more suburban, you're luckier to find nicer pieces mm-hmm. because people won't take all of the nice ones. Yeah. Cool. Anyway. Moving on <laughs> to <laughs> some favorite activities that we do in Boston. It's pretty hard because of the seasons to find something to do like all year round. I also think not having a car here is very limiting. Yeah. Because if you had a car, you can do many things. Yeah. With your friends. Like even just like driving to some like random place Mm -hmm. and then like getting McDonald's and stuff like that. That's so fun. But here you're limited by like it's walkable the the train is not part of the journey it's like the bad part whereas like when you have a car it's It's like like a road trip yeah exactly yeah yeah um for example some places you could go to with a car um a very classic bodaborg love that place Mm -hmm. it's like escape room vibes except speed run so -hmm. you have like one and a half or two and a half minutes to figure out like that part of the room and then each room has like you know five sections or like three sections and so you have two and a half minutes per section and if you don't get it you get booted and you can try again like unlimited times Mm -hmm. but it basically just allows like multiple groups to go in and you can try like different rooms and you can go back to an old one you didn't complete but it's so much fun yeah 
Low yeah. key, that game kind of pissed me off, though. It's, like, hard because, like, that's the whole point. Like, a lot of people go there for team bonding or, like, yeah. company outings because it really forces you to, like, work together. Yeah. And it's hard. And they even tell you in the orientation, I thought they were joking and, like, being scary or whatever. They're like, yeah, most beginners get zero to two rooms. Yeah. And we were like, excuse me? Two, zero? <laughs> like, I think what? I did two the first time I went there. Yeah, but it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, another similar type of thing for that is level 99. I haven't gone yet, but a lot mm. of people have been going. It sounds like a lot of fun. Yes, it does. Yeah. Other smaller activities, kayaking on the Charles. Yes. I think everyone who's lived here has done that mm-hmm. once. Um, going to little markets that they have here and yes. there. Sometimes in the summer, they have one at Copley mm-hmm. and then one in Soa. Yeah, in as the South well. End. South End in Boston. Yeah. And there's always like hay market in the north end. That's just like a, um, farmers. you know, farmers market. But super super good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a lot of fun, and it's nice to be outdoors and also supporting like local businesses, local artisans, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, some other activities more for the winter: ice skating, of course um that's always fun yes boston is also like a sports epicenter but that's not our thing (laughs) we don't do the sports scene go to watch sports yeah i haven't even been to a bean pot yet and we won like the last three or something but anyway (laughs) you should get into nba yeah yeah i should we did actually we did um a service event that was at a Red Sox game. So okay. I got to see Red Sox for free. I've okay. actually been to Red Sox events pretty often as part of like mm-hmm. team bonding as well. Like my first co-op or first outing was at the Red Sox game, mm-hmm. which was fun. Okay. Um, Concerts are a big thing here. Yes. Because it's a city. So mm-hmm. a good amount of artists do come here. Yeah. So always check out, you know, what concerts are going on. I know when I used to live here, I... I constantly checked like every mm-hmm. single month like what new people were coming because the lineup was stacked. Yeah. In Florida, ain't no one coming to, <laughs> to Melbourne. So yeah. it's pretty sad. Yeah. It's pretty nice, especially after being in like Malaysia. In recent years, I think more artists go there. But like growing up, we never had like the artists who came. They had to be like the biggest of the biggest artists. Yeah. Like Justin Bieber came to Malaysia, but that was like <laughs> it. No one came to Vietnam. My yeah. first concert was in America. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't go to Justin Bieber. But yeah, being in Boston is really nice to have Jeez. like even the small artists come. They play at House of Blues. Mm-hmm. Pretty fun. Um, there's also like a lot of DJs that come, which is pretty cool. I went to like Dylan Francis recently. My guy. I love him. Um, and just like talking about concerts and nightlife, like it's pretty decent, I guess, because it's a city. There's like a variety of bars and clubs you can go to um but it's like you know it's not the best there's definitely better out there Mm -hmm. there's a lot of cool bars like speakeasy type things that are pretty fun and like themed um but i would say like don't have any high expectations for like clubbing because they're really small (laughs) and everything closes at 2 a.m which is pretty early Mm -hmm. if you're you know into partying but it's all right there's still you can still party it's better than like living in the middle of nowhere Mm -hmm. and having one club for the whole town so i can't complain yes true 
Yeah. So let's talk about the overall culture in Boston, what people are like here, if you're thinking of moving here. It's definitely not like the South where people are very friendly Mm -hmm. and will go out of their way to help you. People will not be like that here. I think people might be nicer around our college town and area. But overall, people in Boston are colder. Um, Yeah. They won't go out of their way to... Like, be polite. Yeah, be polite to say something to you. Everyone just minds their own business. Yeah. Honestly. Like, even when my parents were visiting and I was, like, in my own apartment building Mm -hmm. and, like, I don't know, someone passed by in the elevator. Like, we were in the elevator together. Afterwards, my mom was like, oh, you guys don't say hi to each other? And I'm like, no. Yeah, no. Like, we don't do that. And, like, I remember I used to in, like, IV, like, in the dorm in freshman Mm -hmm. year, like, I used to, like, smile at people or, like, say hi. And people would just, like, look at me and be like, what? Like, what are you doing? I know. know? In Florida, everyone says hi to me and stuff, even though they don't know me. Yeah, it's so different. And, like, even not only, like, different uh, country states – but even different, like, apartment buildings. When my mm-hmm. parents were here, they moved around from different apartments and stuff just based on, like, availabilities and whatever. But going from different areas of the city with different demographics, people, like, changed the way they behaved. Mm-hmm. You know, in one of the apartments, they were near um, Faneuil Hall. It was definitely kind of an older demographic, not so much, like, students or young, like, corporate business people. And everyone said hi to each other in the elevator in the lobby versus a more like apartment building um condo in chinatown and you know it was no one would say hi to each other a lot more like tough students because you're right by tufts Mm -hmm. um corporate people and who work in the offices nearby Mm -hmm. um just a very different vibe yeah yeah so pretty much if you're gonna move here do consider that you know People are colder in mm-hmm. some areas, and you might have to adapt to yeah. that lifestyle. People, it's not you. It's, right. it's the people here. It's the lifestyle. Yeah. Also, just another thing to acknowledge, um, because there's so many universities in Boston, if you're in the city, like, it's going to be majority students. Um, I remember, like, second year, I suddenly felt really weird whenever I was walking around with my parents because I suddenly realized, like, how much they're not, like, older adults in the boston like city center Mm -hmm. um so if you want to be like outside of the student bubble i would recommend like going a little bit further out you don't have to be like super super far out but just like a little bit more in the residential areas Mm -hmm. to get out of the student bubble definitely and in terms of living here and finding housing that's definitely something we want to dive into yes because living in boston is not cheap and you do want to you know get everything on your list and get the best deal Mm -hmm. but there are some big big things that we think you should consider yeah yeah so i'm actually looking for housing now for next year Mm -hmm. um that's a first tip honestly look early right um you might have to wait around for like listings to appear but it's much better to start early than like wait for things to come to you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, on sites like Zillow, apartment.com, um, like apartment list or something, rent.com. There's a bunch of like websites out there. But I will say like we've had a lot of difficulty recently like getting in contact with them. Mm. So just be very, very like adamant and follow up. 
mm-hmm. make those calls to those like buildings or agents mm-hmm. um and again don't just like wait around for a reply to your email yeah definitely um, make sure you know your fees, you know, mm-hmm. when you're moving into a new place. Those little fees can really get you. Yeah. So really read your contracts right, especially when you're looking for housing. Um, consider getting a realtor. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something that we thought about when yeah. we were moving uh, in college. It is more expensive, but if you're looking for a particular type yeah. of place, having a real estate agent is important so that yeah. you can get what you want for the best price Mm -hmm. also yeah go go ahead ahead. okay um also because like if you don't know what you're doing I would honestly say it's worth having to pay a broker's fee Mm -hmm. because they're gonna help you like read all your rights exactly like um a lot of people don't know that an application fee is actually like illegal Mm. you're not supposed to have to pay an application fee to sign a lease Mm -hmm. because you're not even like guaranteed that you'll get it so why should you pay for that Mm -hmm. or like other you know they say it's oh service fees or whatever but like all of those things are not actually to practice Mm -hmm. um so just be careful like search up articles and stuff about your specific town that um will help you outline like the best practices and the norms of the place you're moving to right and if people know that you're a college student and you're clueless, they will yes, take advantage of that. They will. So, like, reach out to your older friends, you know, ask them for tips. If something feels wrong, say something, mm-hmm. ask someone about it. Don't fall for, you know, a potential scam. Yeah. I'm sure there's huge scams here. Even those minuscule fees, yep. they add up. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and like we said earlier, you know, checking your lease completely, right. especially if you have specific needs. And that's another reason why, like, a realtor could be good. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say you have a, a service animal and you need somewhere that is pet friendly or you, um, I don't know, like, another random situation might be like, oh, you know, I know my parents are visiting, like, I don't know, visiting terms and whatever, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, just make sure that you have established Mm -hmm. Um, which goes into another one of our points is like make a list of kind of like what you really must have in an apartment Mm -hmm. versus what you want Mm -hmm. and also understand again Boston is so expensive so you're probably gonna have to let go of a lot of the things you want so make sure to have a very clear distinction between need versus want Mm -hmm. like for some for example some of our needs was washer and dryer Mm -hmm. because we wash it so often um what are some of our other needs oh um storage oh storage heater and air conditioner because it you just can't survive like i can't imagine not having a heater yeah same or an air conditioner in the summer like that was like essential Mm -hmm. for us um and what else was it each of us had to have a bedroom. Yeah, exactly. That was something that we needed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and another thing, like, as you're, you know, going to sort out which house you want to do mm-hmm. or which apartment you want to do, make sure you go back to the property multiple times. Right. Um, you know, start taking measurements, take lots of photos and videos, um, you know, call people if you want a second opinion. Like, mm-hmm. I FaceTime my mom and brought her through the house 
just to really like fully understand like what you're getting into yep and don't be afraid to ask questions I think a lot of times like with these topics like adulting and you know you're starting to gain that independence Mm -hmm. people are are almost ashamed to ask for help yeah but don't be afraid like we didn't know any of this stuff we Mm -hmm. had to ask so many friends so many family members um I'm so grateful our realtor was like very friendly Mm -hmm. and kind of like not too old he was pretty close to our age so I felt comfortable just being straight up with him and being like okay like what is the deal with this yeah exactly um but yeah just make sure you have like all the details in place ask questions Mm -hmm. so that the realtor can follow up with the landlord um also another random thing i just thought of is like establishing a relationship with your landlord early on so you know exactly what to expect Mm -hmm. so like if there are repair needs you should ask your landlord like who should i contact if i have any maintenance issues Mm -hmm. um you know do you want me to call you should i text you email you Mm -hmm. make sure that line of communication is clear yeah um we also had a really good relationship with our last landlord we were so lucky with that place (laughs) yeah it was so nice there was a few issues in the beginning but after that like things were smooth sailing yeah. from that point and one thing that we did which i recommend anyone to do is to do a nighttime walk yes. in your neighborhood yes yes we did that um when we were living in our old place mm-hmm. and we just walked along that street for like a, a couple minutes just yeah. to feel the vibe if we felt safe there and we also did a daytime walk mm-hmm. to also just see what are the neighbors around yeah. here and do I feel safe living here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and calling the police department yeah. to get a kind of crime history mm-hmm. of the area. That could also make you feel better in yeah. terms of safety safety, and looking on Reddit forums of mm-hmm. like, what are the best neighborhoods to live in? It's very important to consider safety. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was pretty cool. I didn't know you could do that, but um, our realtor recommended that. Because they said something about like, oh, I don't have that. I can't legally obtain that information. Mm -hmm. But you as like a random citizen can call like for a crime rate or something like that. I don't even know. But yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, (laughs) Overall, I would also say like be a little open minded about neighborhoods. I think a lot of people kind of go with their snap judgment based on demographics but for example, like we lived on the other side of campus near Roxbury yeah. and a lot of people are like, oh, it's so shady over there, like blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But it really wasn't like all of our neighbors were just normal residents. There was a mix of students and like non-students. Um, There's like a bunch of guys that just hung out at the porch, mm-hmm. you know, summer, they would play some music. Yeah, definitely like it teaches you to grow a tough skin a little bit yes because there's always going to be no matter what neighborhood you're in there's always going to be catcalling. there's always going to be like people who approach you on the streets but if i'm honest like when i was dog walking in the south end in one of the most expensive neighborhoods of boston it was the same so no, yeah it's like, like really depends living in boston most neighborhoods are the same at night like exactly. expect you know crime to happen outside your house mm-hmm. robberies of your packages yeah um screaming of any sort (laughs) um you know fights like that would be any neighborhood in boston unless you live in like suburbia yeah and like constant sirens yes always yes always gonna be sirens random shouting Mm -hmm. that's just any city honestly i think big cities anywhere you go is gonna be like that yeah so i would say be open-minded and be ready (laughs) Mm um yeah i think that's pretty much it yeah oh another like some tips 
in terms of housing and looking for housing, just making sure you have a distinction between like a managed building versus not a managed building. And this is in terms of like condos. So for example, we have been living in apartments and even now I'm in an apartment building, but I would consider it a non-managed building because it doesn't have like a concierge or, you know, a fitness room, that kind of thing. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. So consider that. Yeah. We have a few kind of tips and apps that we used when we lived together. Mm-hmm. Good times. I know. <laughs> Miss it. Uh, we use Splitwise, which is a great app. It's basically where you can just put all your expenses and it will equal them all out. Mm-hmm. So instead of paying each other back all the time, at the end of the month, it'll just give like a final amount of who owes yes. who what amount and it connects to venmo so you can literally just click like settle bill Mm -hmm. and so for example like let's say i paid for groceries this week and i got like ten dollars worth of groceries but annie bought the cleaning supplies and that was eight dollars of cleaning supplies instead of me venmoing annie eight dollars and then her venmoing me ten dollars annie would just venmo me two dollars because that was balanced out in split wise Mm -hmm. So it's very convenient, especially if you have multiple expenses, multiple different things. And like, you know, when you go out with your roommates and stuff, it's easier that way instead of just like Venmo charging each other back and forth. Yep. Um, Yes. And if you're going into a completely empty house with no services, make sure to um, set up electricity. Mm -hmm. It's just a quick Google search for your neighborhood. Um, in terms of getting trash bins, you call the city for that. Yeah. So asking them to deliver it to you. It should be free, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So don't get scammed. Yeah. Um, and internet, call Xfinity. They always have unique packages mm-hmm. for you. You know, negotiate with the salespeople. Like they have cheaper plans. They yeah. just hold it back from you. And the ones that you see on the website are not always the best. Yes, so, exactly. you know, haggle with them because they yeah. do have their deals and they do want to sell their product. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also another thing that Splitwise is good for is that you can do re- um, repeat charges. So, for example, I was in charge of, like, the internet bill in our old apartment. So, I could just log that in and it mm-hmm. would repeat the charge every month. Yeah. So, I don't have to keep remembering because I'm the worst at remembering. You can to, like, do that for rent, charge. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for rent as well. Right. Um, yeah, and then a last final tip that actually Annie let me know, like, this trip mm-hmm. there's something called usps um, move of address and also informed delivery so an, anno- an annoying thing about like moving from dorm to dorm to apartment to apartment in college is your mail just like gets left behind it keeps sending to your old address so make sure you register with the usps that you've moved and mm-hmm. all of your letters get forwarded to your new address yep and Informed delivery actually is super cool, especially if you were expecting like important documents. Yep. Um, you know, you're in an apartment building that you keep getting your mail stolen or your packages stolen. So it basically just like takes a photo of what is going to come into your mailbox. Mm-hmm. And it'll also let you know if any packages are being delivered soon. Yeah, very, very cool. Uh, when I first discovered that you do have to pay a small fee for the move of address. I it's think. like a dollar. Yeah, it's like a dollar. Yeah. So very much worth it that is pretty much our summary of Mm -hmm. boston what it's like living here let's do a bit of gratitude for today what are our top three things we're grateful for it's a great question i think my first one would be i'm very grateful that 
since I've been looking for housing and we're talking about all the luxuries that we've been living, I'm very grateful for the privilege that I have and that I am comfortable wherever I live Mm -hmm. and that I am able to afford to talk like this and share all of these things that I've done. Mm-hmm. Um, secondly, I'm very grateful that you're here. Yay. It's been too long since we've seen each other. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be so sad when you leave. I'm going to be sad too. Yeah. And thirdly, let's see. I'm grateful for good food and I'm ready yes. to eat. <laughs> yes. We're eating in about like an, an hour. hour. I'm ready to. I'm grateful to realize that I have truly supportive friends that will be there for me even at my hardest times. Yeah. And I'm happy that they've stuck around even after college because, you know, that's always a Mm -hmm. fear if your friendships will drift when you leave. But it still feels the same. And I've been very happy seeing everyone. Mm -hmm. Two would be... My parents, I think I'm very grateful for them because they are also such a good support for me. And I think recently in these difficult times that I've been going through, they've really shown their care for me and Mm -hmm. also their respect for me. Like I really, they really treat me like I'm more of an adult now. Yeah. And I'm really grateful for that because, you know, I don't want to keep feeling like their kid all Mm -hmm. the time. Yeah, like dependent. Yeah, and I've I've really, really been able to feel that from them, um, especially recently. Um, as I've like gone into adulthood. Mm-hmm. My last one is that, you know, although I'm not in the best financial si- situation, I'm not in debt. Yes. And that is something that I'm so grateful for. Yeah. Because I finished college debt free and that's a privilege not many people have. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. That's amazing. Yeah. We love that. Yes. Yes. Today is... Two, 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 mm-hmm. 2022. I know. The good vibes, day. the good energy is yes. here. Yes. Like, I don't know if it's placebo, but like, I really felt that good energy today. Like, even though I was like in meetings back to back, oh, like yeah. I had a lot going on. Usually I feel like I would be pretty unsettled or like uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But today I just felt like good. Yeah. No, there is a good vibe today but also because my birthday so that's true there's always a vibe i'm feeding <laughs> off your birthday energy yeah yeah it's been a very chill day though all right yes thank you everyone for listening to our podcast episode we'd love to hear from you so be sure to leave a review wherever you get your podcast from you can check us out on instagram at barelyadulting.pod we'll talk to you later bye, bye.